Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and today I am here with a special guest, Ms. Yulia Yurg. She's the founder and chief editor of, of Jay Jetter, a family travel and digital nomad blog for aspiring nomads and families. So she's also a social media marketing coach, a public speaker, an author, a course creator, and blogger, and she's from Germany. And I'm so excited to have you here, Yulia. How are you? Yay. Thanks so much for having me, Nicole. Uh, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I am doing really, really well. Thank you. So tell the listeners a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So um, I think, well, I go only back as uh, far as to my nomadic travel started. Uh, and that was in uh, 2011. That's when my my life changed a hundred percent. Like um, before, I was I was uh, in a, you know, I was a PR con- consultant in a communications agency back in Munich in Germany, and I was running a team, and I was really working a lot. Um, I enjoyed my job. I was actually married to, to my job, and uh, I was going on all those events and stuff. And um, some nagging voice inside my head was telling me something is missing. That's not everything and I was uh, ignoring that voice um, like so many other people out there that I have come across afterwards and I was yeah I was uh, my body was sending me signals and um, I was close to a burnout uh, syndrome and um, that's when I when I pulled the trigger and I said okay no that's that's enough I mean uh, I don't want to end up losing health over happiness and then um, I was sitting together with one of my best friends and she, um, you know, we had a, a glass of wine and we had a really good conversation. She just came back from a year in, from Mexico. She took, um, she s- said to me, you know what, if there's something, you know, y- y- you're not happy about, you should change it. Uh, why don't take a break and go, go on a sabbatical for, for a year or, you know, a few months even. And I was like, oh no, this is crazy. And back then I had this completely different mindset. I was like, I had this crystal clear and, and perfectly like from the outside, the, the the career path. I, you know, after uni, I did all the steps necessary and everything that people were telling me that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, um, it was, it sounded crazy to me. And I, I told her, I can't do that. No one will ever hire me again if I take a break Uh for you know a year sounded um, crazy but even half a year and then after that conversation it um yeah there was another voice talking in my head and uh, it became louder and louder and then I checked out I started doing research and I checked out around the wall tickets and I saw that those open tickets allowed me to be flexible with timing and only required me to choose a route and this sounded like the perfect plan because then I said, okay, I will be gone for a few weeks and I can be back, you know, in time to be still okay. And uh, yes, so th- that's what I did. I, I quit my job. Um, I I said to my friends and family, I'll be back in a few weeks. And uh, funnily enough, though, I already had like an intuition that I wanted to have no 
mental or um, you know baggage with me so I sold everything I didn't want to keep my apartment I didn't want to keep mm. any stuff because I thought okay if I come back I want to re you know start new and I, I find this now so funny because back then I didn't know that I never went back again mm. that I never returned and and uh, and yet I knew it already like some something in, inside of me told me yeah what if you liked it and then mm. you had only you know you you would have to return only for the things that are holding you back so this was the best decision ever uh, because yeah it turned out that um the few we weeks turned in a full year and on that year um by the end of the first travel year where I really literally did nothing but travel spend all my savings um yeah. <laughs> and enjoyed life and I was like so yeah diving into this uh, yeah travel mode and and also getting to know other lifestyle concepts and people's um versions of of, of their careers so I was totally inspired and I said okay if they can make it I can make it and um so two things happened that turned me into a digital nomad um, the number one was I fell in love with my partner and um who is the the father of our two sons today mm -hmm. and um this made me want to stay out because we we fell in love in the chile of uh, in the desert of chile uh -huh. and it was yeah a very romantic uh, story <laughs> but <laughs> i don't want to bore you with details um anyway so i i really wanted to stay out for long uh, longer and then um And then some former clients uh, from that agency that I, I used to work for, they reached out and they said, okay, hey, so if you're not coming back, um, I think after five or six months, they, they realized um, or they noticed I'm not, I'm not back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they a few said, weeks okay. turned into a few months, yes. a year. <laughs> so they said, if, you, if you're not coming back, are you able to help us remotely? And that's when it clicked. I was like, oh, there's such a thing I could do my old job uh, remotely. But to be honest, like, or to be fair, uh, it was, it was the first step and the, the, the beginning of a long uh, process. Um, I still had to like learn that there is such a thing as online business. And I started with freelancing. I had had come across of online business models back then, but I wasn't really um, in the in the mindset again of me taking on, a, on an online business from scratch. So at first I was doing a bunch of different things like freelance writing, uh, managing uh, marketing accounts, um, social media accounts, helping people with their strategies, translation, even, even, even though I'm not a translator. So, you know, and then I realized, and then I, I, I felt at ease because I, I noticed it's possible to make money online. There are a million ways to do it. And mm -hmm. all I had to do is figure out my way. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah. Go well, on. I love that you had inspiration carry you, that you, you took a leap And, you know, I think you, what you touched on with your story of like, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people listening to this show right now that, and myself included, where you had that life that, that looked good, but felt bad. 
you know, everybody else is like, you've got this great job and all this. And then you're just like, yeah, but I'm kind of dead inside. Um, At least that was how I felt. Maybe it wasn't that, that extreme for you. Absolutely. Yes. Totally. Make the donuts and I'll go again. And and you, like, I, I love that when you talk about how you sold all of your furniture, you're like, I'll be gone for a few weeks. And you sold all of your furniture and you mm-hmm. sold everything that you owned. And because there was, there was, it was almost like I sort of visualized like your higher self grabbing the wheel and being like, I'm driving. Don't tell her anything. Like for the rest of the nasty verse, just just, shh, shh, I'm taking over from here. Don't trust me. Trust me. This is going to be She'll be backing out if you tell her. <laughs> exactly. You guys just got to trust me. And, <laughs> and, and, and then you go on this adventure and, and the adventure starts to open you up to the, just these new possibilities and trusting the unfolding, which I think is so hard for us to do when we have like one foot in the other reality and one not. So a lot of the people doing the, the side gig, it can mm-hmm. be very hard to keep yourself in that inspirational place, because that is the place of abundance. That is the place of change. That is the place of when you are inspired and lifted and your energy is aligned with something like your adventure and with, you know, I'm just going to figure it out and we'll see where it goes. And then opportunities come, like you said, you know, just suddenly people are reaching out to me and being like, can we pay you remotely? (laughs) That's amazing. Exactly. And I think you're, you're having a great point there. I mean, um, I'm torn between saying, don't do it my way, because it's really, I learned, I learned it really step by step the hard way, figuring out Mm -hmm. all by myself and stuff um, over the past 10 years. But at the same time, like you said, if you are keeping yourself in the safe zone at home and then you're creating your side hustle and turning this into an online business eventually take it then on the road it will take you probably a lot longer and chances are that you risk that you're never going to do it because there's so much power in your environment and the people are close to you that they will be pulling you back Mm-hmm. So what I did, I was exposing myself and I was actually putting myself at risk of, you know, either grab my last dollars to buy a, a plane ticket and then uh, go home and make money there. Or, I mean, knock on the door of my parents' house or, <laughs> or make it happen. And this, this constant like feeling of, okay, I got to figure it out because the money runs out was scary. And that's why I'm saying you if you should follow a blueprint uh, and have like a safety net in, in in place don't do it like me but at the same time for me it was a great motivator and I was yeah I was I was positively enough and optimistic and maybe also just in the right stage of my life to pull this off because mm-hmm. I had the experience I had the you know I had the confidence I had the maturity to to actually do it mm-hmm. probably I, my 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 you know the the self my me uh, um in my 20s or early 20s I wouldn't have been able to do it I don't know I don't want to underestimate myself back then but <laughs> you know what I mean it's it was perfect timing well and I think 
And I, I don't know what your view is on this, but I, I find that, you know, when we talk about manifesting, when we talk about, you know, living in abundance mindset, it can be very difficult for people to imagine something drastically different from mm. what they have and stay there. Like you can imagine it for a second mm-hmm. and then that doesn't really do anything and they kind of give up. And it's kind of what you did was you flipped it where you stepped into that world. It inspired you so much that it actually, I think it was probably harder to pull you back to the other world than pull you to this one. It was like, yeah. oh, no, 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 I'm not leaving this. Like, And when you send out that open-hearted vibe to the universe mm-hmm. of like, how could I just do this forever? <laughs> exactly, yes. I was actually getting really scared to go back to my old life because I, 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 I knew how it felt. And I remembered very vividly that um, what it all entailed. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it was a good life, but still uh, it wasn't me anymore. So once I went through all the transformation, I realized I can't go back. And I have to make it happen. So yeah, it definitely pulled me um, further and looking into a, a different future. And this is, I also, you know, now that I'm telling you this, um, I just realized this is also the most exciting uh, exciting part of, 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 of this lifestyle because some people are, when I got messages from, uh, from friends or family, and then they would ask me, so, um, so what are your plans and, and where do you go next? And I always said, I don't know. And that's the beauty of it. And I don't care. I don't want to know, you know, I, the, literally the first year I was living day by day. I didn't know where I sleep that night. Sometimes, you know, I just went and let life happen and that was beautiful I mean now my my lifestyle's changed I have two kids and obviously I have a lot more stability but still we are still able to pack our bags and move to tomorrow to a new place and um I mean thanks to COVID we're, we're not doing it right now but <laughs> but if uh, the world's uh, world turns back to normal um chances are we do it soon <laughs> So, so let's talk and, and where you are parked during COVID. Like I, I do, not, do not feel sorry for you at all that you have to stop where you are. She's on an Island in Thailand, by the way, <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> go, know, go look at her Instagram. It'll, you, you're, you're not going to feel bad for it all. Be like, Oh, terrible. This be awful. We're in lockdown again. <laughs> yeah, I'm I won't share too much, but it's really, yeah, it's really amazing here. We're, we're, I'm every morning I wake up and I'm grateful and, and, Again, I was um, I'm I'm thankful too for having uh, developed such a strong trust in my intuition because back mm-hmm. in March last year, when when everything turned crazy and and people around us, um, families from Germany that we met here on this island, they were packing up and saying terrible things. Thailand will turn into a war zone and the government will, you know, make you leave the country with, you know, the military forces and all these horrible scenarios. And I, and, and people around us were falling like flies. And, and I was like, always saying, no, no, no. And something tells me we need to stay. That's, that's the best decision that we, we can make. And it was so hard. It was against again. And it reminded me a lot, um, to you know it was a similar situation uh when i started this this world trip because 
all the voices and all the logic and all the reason was against my decision. I was almost 30. I had no kids and I had no house and I had not the conventional things that you should have at, at this age. And I was, I was still doing it. And it was hard to get through the no noise that I was, you know, every obstacle and objection against it. And, and, and again, it turned out to be the best decision. And yeah, being here, this is really a powerful place. And um, again, like very grateful and Yeah, I, I stopped talking about it now. I don't want to make you jealous. <laughs> That's okay. You can make me jealous. I I, it's, I love seeing your yeah, pictures. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I just don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for you that you're stuck in, on a gorgeous yeah. island in Thailand. <laughs> I envy it. Um, but I love your pictures. I do. Um, and that Thank you. giant pig on the on the beach. Yeah. I was like, I want to hang out with that pig. That looks so funny. Oh, it was so stinky though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want to talk a little bit about so, so you're talking about intuition, you're talking about trust, and you actually train people to become digital nomads, to make this transition. And yeah. what I think is really interesting about that is, and tell me if I'm wrong, but my, my gut is saying that there has to be a lot of, it's not all the technical stuff of like, and this is how your Instagram feed will look, and this is how you do this, and this is how you do that. Are you getting people just aligned with Like, okay, you want to have this much in savings. And then like, are you trying to get them just their heart in the right place to be able to make a move like this? What is, what, what talk to us about a little bit about that process of getting somebody ready for this. Yeah, sure. So it's so, so interesting that you're um, putting the finger on exactly this because I have been for the longest, um, you know, work together with uh, my clients and help them exactly with only the technical part. And uh, this is what I'm telling you, telling them what they get. You know, I help you with your social media, with your marketing strategy, with your branding, with your alignment, with your goals and, and, and all these things. And again, like subconsciously, most of the sessions and most of the coachings um, that I'm designing then for that all when we are in the sessions turn into mindset talks and uh, turn into like really guidance for them to, to yeah, see, yeah, go through the, those roadblocks that they are feeling the, the, the uh, misbeliefs and, and all these things. So, so every time I go out of these coaching sessions, I feel so energized because How cool is this when someone tells you, wow, now I'm actually, um, I'm feeling it. Now I have those goosebumps. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to do it. I really want to do it. And now the other thing, like how, I, how, how does it, my Instagram look like or will look like, that's actually only the, you know, that will fall into place. And then, um, yeah, so, um, so, but again, that was me having to go through this process and realizing it myself because only this year I took the decision to, and I'm actually, as we, as we're speaking, I don't know when you um, publish this podcast, but as we're speaking, I'm creating uh, a masterclass and an online course just for exactly this, for your mindset. And, and uh, it will be called something like mindset mastery and don't, uh, <laughs> it is still a wor um, yeah, working title, but uh, because I feel like this is exactly people need to get help to get started. Mm -hmm. uh, and and do this first initial step. They need someone to hold their hand, and 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 you know, I feel like a cheerleader, saying you can do this. And and then everything else, once they are out there, and once they're putting themselves, then everything falls into place. And 
yeah, you can help them point them further in, into the direction. And yeah, but so I'm, I'm very excited now um, for, for this to come because I know this is going to be a game changer, not only for my clients, but also for me, because I, I, I feel I was holding back and I was always mm. thinking, Oh, the mindset part is so, it's so abstract yeah. and people who call my, me ha, hippie. And, and I know I can talk to you about this <laughs> because uh, you do nothing else but talk about mindset. And, um, uh, and I, I love that you do it because um, it's so important. And, uh, and once I took the decision, uh, it felt, felt very relieving. And um, I think it's, it's the best, uh, yeah, best change and tool to my business. And, and that took me a long time too, like to, to embrace it. And I think everybody starts out unless you were like a therapist before and you're like transitioning to coaching where you're like, this is what I do. Um, you're, you, you feel like people need, they, they want to buy the thing. They want to buy the, the process, the strategy, the, how yeah. do I do this thing? And, but mm -hmm. the problem isn't, you know, that you don't know how to do it. There's actually, it's not that hard. There's actually not that much to the actual doing there are some yeah. tricks and tips and things that you can do that can make it more powerful. But I always say like, is it the app or the operating system? It's the operating system that, that is usually at fault. If you can't write on social media or if people aren't paying attention, the energy that you're putting behind what you put out there isn't the right energy you're holding back. You're not stepping into, you're not saying what you really want to say. And that yeah. takes credit. That takes, that takes, you know, you're worried you're not going to sound credible. Like you were saying, like, I'm going to sound like a hippie. I'm going to sound like this. I'm going to sound uh, like that. But it's when you step out and you have the courage to be a hundred percent you, yeah. that's when the magic happens and the right people come to you. That's when exactly. the whole thing starts to work. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you're going to teach people how to get into the nomad mi mi mindset. Yeah, exactly. And, and then obviously, I mean, that's the step stone. And then if they want to continue, they they can join. Uh, I'm planning to launch a group coaching program at, by the end of the year, hopefully, um, where they then can learn every single step necessary in order to, you know, create their nomad journey properly from, from scratch. Mm -hmm. So there's everything included that's necessary related to online business, social media, and, you know, all the good stuff but uh, I think the mindset needs to come first so yeah I'm yeah and, and can you tell us just going into the technical going into into the because I, I do think the logistics particularly for somebody who's like I don't have like a home base um you do right now because of COVID but otherwise it was like yeah we could pick up and move tomorrow like we'll be like let's go yeah. to go to you know Italy but um but the the technical side of it, social media must have been a large part of, of how you were able to grow or were you, I know you said that you were leaning on old clients, you were doing some PR work. What was it that that kind of gave you the most leverage for, you know, what, what was like that cornerstone for your business when you started? Like, what did you sink your teeth into? Did you just try a bunch of things or were you like, no, this is where it's at. I'm going to put a lot of effort in here. Well, it was actually helping others become more successful on social media. So I was doing a lot of, in the beginning, I was actually managing their accounts and helping them with the strategy. But then also, yeah, um, later on, I started simply coaching them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I did it. Uh, a lot of workshops and um, and public speaking and and gaining um, 
Yeah, the, 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 I think that was the, the main part, but I also have to admit, I also tried a lot of different things. I, I also wrote an ebook, you know, about social media marketing. I, I did all the things that probably everyone does when they, when yeah. they try to, to build up their uh, online presence and online business. And um, yeah, and I was lucky enough to always have good connections or maybe not lucky, but because I'm, I'm also, I'm a big believer of, um, you know, networking and, and mm-hmm. reaching out to people. So, um, jumping on other people's podcasts, um, even I think three years ago, that was, that was a thing already for me. Um, and then, um, I know some business owners who, occasionally need help with some of their projects so I always said I'm here if you need me these types of um, project work was in the beginning definitely something that helped me to fund my travels and to figure out my you know online business system so it's a mixture it's actually yeah I'd say it's a mixture of many things Um, and then my own social media is is really only now since last year um a lot more in my focus mm. before it was always, I had all the social channels, obviously, uh, you know, up there, but uh, since I was, I'm also only one human and, uh, <laughs> and then helping other people with their accounts and stuff helped me, helped me back. Then my two kids were born and this was also um, pulling me back a, a, a little bit. I must admit I was really, not taking too much time after I stepped back again, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but still it affected obviously the, the, the development of the business. And is it, I'm curious, is it, how is it different or is it different managing other people's accounts versus managing your own? Oh, um, I'd say it's sometimes it's easier because you're mm-hmm. less, uh, picky and you're less nervous and you're, you're like, you, when you have to look from the outside, it's so crystal clear. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is, uh, and this is why I, I tell people, okay, if you're a solopreneur, um, please do get a best mate every now and then to look over your shoulder because if you're just in your own headspace, someone said the other day, it's if you have, it's like living in your own ecosystem mm-hmm. and um, you need that look from the outside. And uh, that's so crucial. And of course, having a coach, for example, on your side, guiding you is a game changer but if you're not at this stage in, uh, at you know not yet um and not in the position at the moment then at least your partner your spouse your friends or someone you know uh, ask your audience that is really so crucial to get feedback because you can put a lot of effort and energy in, into social media and if you don't get the results it can be really frustrating and then you wonder, what am I going, what am I doing wrong? And like you say, well, first of all, your energy has to be 100% aligned with what, how you really feel. And to get up that energy, yes, I mean, yeah, we talked about that. But then uh, but then being confident enough also when you're posting. And so this is, yeah, this is what I like helping other people with their content because then I can give them the confidence boost and then the feedback boost and, you know, the five principle but um but I enjoy actually a lot more when I you know I, I get excited and motivated and when I so, so now I'm going into my Facebook group and um yeah sharing sharing my 
things because I, I obviously mm. I'm passionate about this as well. So it's both good, but now I, yeah, I prefer, <laughs> I prefer my content over the others. I mean that it's more creative and, yeah. you know, and I, I love, like, I love the coaching side for the same reason. Like I, I love having it, like looking at my clients and having, giving them the courage to say mm. what they want to say. Sometimes they need permission in the beginning and it's not that you're giving them permission, but you're telling them, you know, they're like, I want to post this, but you know, that's to this. And it's like, is it, or is that a story you're telling yourself? Sometimes mm. you need somebody to just point that out to you. Is that a story yeah. you're telling yourself? Because that doesn't sound like a fact to me. That sounds like <laughs> an opinion and it sounds like one that came from you, not from <laughs> other people. Where did you get that from? And so, you know, and like you said, it become, we could become our own echo chamber of <laughs> good ideas being slapped down by a critical part of ourselves. So um, I, I love all of this and I love your story. I love just your energy and the way that you approach everything. There's not, and, and I think that this is, this is the spot that's very difficult for people to get to, which is the spot of living in joy, detached from mm. outcomes, yet committed and mm. open and still moving forward in faith, not sitting there waiting for something to just necessarily happen, but yeah. kind of just, just living in that energy of the right thing will present itself. I will do this. And I trust that the next step will be revealed yeah. and I'll know it because it'll feel right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think and I, I, I hope also that COVID, you know, has one if, if there's one posit positive thing that comes out of this pandemic, then I hope that people take it as a as a, um, a warning call and actually start living their best life now. Because, you know, I mean, I don't want to be that person. And that's what I told my, myself back then in 2011. I don't want to sit on that porch when I'm 70 if I make it that far but uh, telling myself oh I wish I had I mean regret must be the worst feeling and I know it's a lot of yeah you have to be brave and it's hard work and it's a constant battle because it's very comfortable to just sit back on your couch on your on your sofa or, or doing the the daily routine because knowing things the way they are, it's the most comfortable thing. But do you want to be comfortable or really be fulfilled and happy? And that's the one question that everyone out, out there has to answer themselves honestly. And once you get to that point and when you say, no, I, I really do want to be happy and be ha live a fulfilled life, there's no, no way back. You, you, you simply have to, you know, lay the breadcrumbs in front of you and chase them in order to build that and make it happen. You owe you it to can. yourself. Yeah, yeah ab absolutely. And you, you, I, I think what people, uh, what I keep, what was coming up for me the whole time you were, you were saying that was you are the author of your story mm. and, and not, not everybody looks at it that way. They see that, well, I was dealt this hand and my parents did this and I was, I didn't get to go to college or I did go to college and then I got a job that didn't mean, And, and this, this feeling that life happened to them and these are the cards they were dealt. So they're playing the yeah. hand as it was. And it's like, no, you're the dealer. 
Mm. You deal the cards, <laughs> you choose them and you choose in every moment. And so I love, I, I admire the choices you make Thank and you. the way yeah. that you show up in the world. I, I love watching you and, and, and keeping, keeping track of all the things you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. But, you know, to, to this point, and to be fair, um, it's also very hard because society tells you um, that you should live like this. That's, mm-hmm. that, that was my, my hardest, hardest obstacle for myself back then, too. And I don't blame anyone if they at now or in uh, at some point there, they, they realize, oh, I'm, I'm not that far, but at least trying, you know, um, I always say try it out as, at least once. You can always go back to your old life. It's always going to be there sitting and waiting for you for sure. Um, but at least try it out once and, uh, and then you can, can decide for yourself if you like it or not. And if you prefer that old life or if you maybe love to explore a little bit more what's out there. And there's always, I mean, People, please trust me. And I know, Nicole, you can uh, confirm that too. If you have the courage and really open that door, there will be more doors open. I mean, uh, always, always, always. It's not that you're, you're going to, like like I thought back then, no one will ever hire me again. That was my belief. I really thought that. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was I was proven wrong because it was actually it, it's an accelerator uh, if you if you take the courage and change your life and add a few more skills and and you know uh, open your horizon to towards the world and other uh, other lifestyles then they would be fools if they don't like you and if no one will <laughs> hire you then you create your own business so that's it there you have it. <laughs> You are held. And if you can, like, sometimes I just sit back and I go, and my shrink said this to me when I was, when I was going through my depression after I, like when I was leaving corporate, um, I was, I was given a shrink and, and I remember him, I was moving to LA. I made like not a move like you did, but I, I got rid of everything and we moved across the country because I knew if I stayed there, I would get pulled back in. And Mm -hmm. so that was my higher self saying, get out of here because you will, it's the only way we can truly break free. And we, you know, we, we moved. And my when when I was you know struggling with the move and the big change and and you know leaving all the things, my shrink just sat there very calmly. He was one of those shrinks that like just knowing and a little bit dry and like looking and listening and nodding and then looks at me and he's like, I want you to repeat after me. <laughs> oh God. I have always been and I and I always will be okay. Okay. And I was like, really? That's what I have. I have always been and I always will be okay. And he was like, it's the truth. Have you ever not been okay? Even the worst thing, you've always been taken care of. Things have always worked out. You will never be homeless unless you choose to be. You will never be, it. it you will always be okay. And if you can yeah. trust that, yeah. I'll move and do your thing. The only thing you will regret is not doing it sooner. Yeah. And I was like, all right, dude. Message received, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> 
but, that. <laughs> but, um, but thank you so much for being here. And for anybody who is considering, I mean, you've got, you've got this great mindset course coming out, like you're the nomad mindset, where you can get into that and figure out if this is right for you and a workshop and all fun things planned, tell them where they can find you, tell them where they can stay in touch with you on the webs. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, so for now, I um, be found on jjetter.com. That's J-E-Y-J-E-T-T-E-R.com. And uh, all my social media handles are also jjetter. Uh, yeah, except Clubhouse. I'm with my full name, Yulia Yag, <laughs> for some reason. Don't ask me why. There's no strategy behind it. <laughs> That's okay. The picture's the same, though. So you know when you find her that, that it's the same one as this Instagram. Exactly. But um, but we will link all of that up in the show notes for Perfect. you. So if you don't have a pen and paper handy, don't you worry, we got you covered. And Yulia, is there anything that you'd like to say to the listeners before we wrap up? Yeah, sure. I mean, I really love talking about this. Uh, for me, it has become my icky guy. I just had um, mm-hmm. a person on my podcast uh, the other day, and she is a um, a guide for to finding your icky guy. And I. That's why I'm using the term because I now learned something new. And I was, funnily enough, yeah, I always followed my Ikigai. Not always, but the past decade. And so I wish, like, if you if you feel inspired and if, you, if something resonates with you that we talked about today, then, yeah, again, I'm repeating myself, but try it out at least once. It's so good. Also stepping out of your comfort zone, even if it's uncomfortable. At first, it has to be uncomfortable. You will be scared there is fear and all the all the you know anxiety involved but that's good that's when you know change is happening and Mm -hmm. transformation so yeah I hope you guys try it (laughs) I hope they do too because it really you know you step into the fire and you realize you don't get burned it's better on the other side so so Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story. And I know you inspired so many people listening right now. And to you who's listening, made it all the way to the end. We love you. We thank you. I so appreciate you. Grateful for you making it to the end of this conversation with us. We hope you are inspired. And I'm going to end the show like I end every show. I'm going to tell you that you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. We'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.